Your views, your news, your limerick today with Gillian Devlin in for Jonash on Live 95. Limerick's seen the greatest number of pub closures in the country, according to a new report. Figures from the Drinks Industry Group of Ireland show 32% fewer pubs in Limerick since 2005. There have been 33 pub closures across the city and county over the last four years alone. Mike McMahon from Mother Max Pub in Limerick City has been chatting about this report to our own Nigel Dugdale and says it should serve as a warning to the government. I, th- I think there's, num- there's numerous issues um, and it really... The cost base of running a pub at the moment is, is, is quite expensive. And there are costs that, I suppose, are out of our control. For instance, the, the report that was just published very recently and I think released today, like 30% of the price of a pint goes to the government between excise and VAT. You know, then we have to pay for the, the, the manufacture of that pint and then the little bit that's left is left, is left for the public. And don't get me wrong, you know, if enough people come in through the door, we're, we're, we're doing okay. But... Energy costs have gone up, you know. Thankfully, the government have given us a temporary business support in that way. But I suppose we need something more permanent. We need something that, you know, isn't going to be taken away from us next week or next month. You know, we need to have longevity in this trade. So I think that the ask, I suppose, today is that in the next two budgets, that the rate of excise duty be looked at and be reduced by 15% in totality, 7.5% in the coming budget, and 75 in the following budget. The knock-on and the benefit to publicans is, is quite simple. We can still employ people, you know, because we're one of, we're one of the biggest employers in Limerick and City and County County, if you, if you look at us in totality, you know, with, with over 300 pubs, you know, we, we probably employ a little, a little over 3,000 people, which is quite large, you know, and, and they're, they're young kids, you know, 18 to 24-year-olds seem to be the, 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 the big employment choice for, for our trade, you know, and then we have a lot of people who have families, you know, on the other side of it as well, who have gone in, into this profession as professional bar people, you know, and, and we need to support them as well. And, you know, and all this will help, you know, all this will definitely help. We saw recently an issue around succession farming, how farmers are struggling to hand farm out farms on down the line. And is it something similar to the Irish pub, whereby people might have been in the industry for, for generations, maybe younger people now are seeing that there's the challenges that are there, it's just not worth it, particularly if you're in a rural community? I think, yeah, look, we, we, there are certain challenges in our own succession. Um, we, we are seeing that it is a little bit on the decline. Um, you know, and the, the tradition of, of father to son or father to daughter was, was always there, you know, and, and that, is, that is kind of, it has moved on a little bit, you know. But I, I would say that what, what you're finding, though, is you're finding a new breed who are finding their way into the trade. Myself and James, you know, when we bought this place in 2015, w- there was no succession, there was no pub in our family. You know, we had worked in the area and we decided, you know, w- we actually quite like it, we want to go back into it. This is what we want to do as, as, a, as a career and some would say almost as a you know, it's a lifestyle choice because you, you, you open early you close late and, and it, does, it does take up a, a large portion of your time you know, it, it is a beast What about the issue around society changing? We would have been seen as a drinking culture, we would have been seen as a place where you, if you didn't have five pubs in one street we were unusual. Um, that's maybe changing, people's habits are changing you know, wellness industry is really increasing is this a result of people realising that alcohol and alcohol consumption just isn't going to be as part of an Irish life as it was previously? I, look, I think responsible serving and responsible consumption of alcohol is, 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 exempt, is exceptionally important. It's something that the Irish pub has always promoted. It's something that we have always looked after. We train our staff in it. 
Yes, there has been a decline in, 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 in pub goers, um, and, and there's multiple factors to, to that. You know, I mean, number one, I mean, transport. How do, how do you get to and from the pub at times? You know, we, we don't have, in, in rural settings, we don't have very, very good public transport. You know, and to be fair, you have pubs who are working to try and change that. You know, the, there's the social spin, which was, was, which was trialled in around the Tralee, Kerry uh, area, which, which worked really well, whereby the publicans actually acted as bus drivers. You know, and, and, ferry, and ferried people home at the end of the evening. You know, and stuff like that has been going on. So, yeah, look, we are seeing a decline. But, but what we're also seeing, though, is the pub is a very attractive tourist option. You know, and, and it probably is the largest uh, single entity for tourism in this country. You know, and, and it's something that we do need to protect because, you know, in a recent survey, when I say recent, I think it was 20, 2017 from Fall to Ireland, you know, the, the pub was listed as the number one attraction in the country, you know. The number two attraction is the Guinness Storehouse. You know, so there is an affinity to, 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 to the pub, and it's not just about alcohol. It's about, it's about the place, it's about the spirit, it's about the whole feeling that comes with it. You know, it's, it's the, the Irishness of it, the uniqueness of it. It's, it's cultural. Has the expectation of the offer changed in the sense that, you know, there would have been a time when you opened the doors, you were just a pub, but now you particularly and a number of other pubs have started to change your look about putting events on, having tastings, having various different experiential offerings within the pub offer. Do people need to consider if they want to stay open that they change the model of just serving the pint over the counter? Look, I think people, people customers want an experience. Customers, unfortunately, have gone, or have gone to occasional driven um, experiences. So they're, they're out to celebrate. They're out for a reason. Um, and, we, and we as publicans, and we more clearly than that as business people, have to decide what offering that people want and what we're going to offer. You know, and we've, and we've, we've lifted our game here in the, in the house here. We know the pubs around us, in particular in the city, have all lifted their game really, really, really well. Like, I mean, the offerings that they have, everything from whiskey tastings to beer tastings to the calibre and quality of the food that's been served. I mean, food in particular... My God, you know, some of the food that's been served, it, it, we can't really call it pub grub anymore. You know, it, it's, it's borderline Michelin star, you know. And final question, today's report has been about the decline. But are you hopeful for the future and where do you think the opportunities lie if we were to get it right? I think, I think the, this report is a, is, is a warning, you know, that, that supports are needed. There has been a decline. Now is the time to, to step in you know, to, to stop the rot a little bit. You know, the, the cost of doing business across all sectors it, it has gone up. But we are feeling it, I suppose, quite large in, in this sector. You know, 30% of the price of a pint goes back to the government between excise and VAT. You know, and, and no matter what anyone says, that's quite large. We need a little bit of support, you know, as I said earlier, they've been very good in terms of temporary business supports, but they are temporary by name and by nature. We need something more permanent. You know? and, and what it, what it, what it would bring is, is benefit to, number one, the, 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 the locality that we're in, because you know, we are employers. You know? Number two, we're, we're spending you know, with, with other producers. I mean, you look across my counter, there's, there's typically nine or ten different businesses represented and all small craft beer producers, all with, with families. You know, it, is, it is a real... I suppose a real social feel to it and a real kind of cultural and, and local feel to it. You know, one of our biggest pours is Treaty City, Steve Kinnean across the Nicholas Street. You know, and, uh, you know, it's pubs supporting businesses, businesses supporting people, people supporting the pubs, and that's what we need. Interesting points there from Mike McMahon, publican at Mother Max in Limerick City. Let us know what you think. WhatsApp 086 123 
9595. And we'll hear more probably on that issue on our coffee break uh, session tomorrow on Limerick Today. Your views.